0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Disney Deconstructive podcast. I'm your host, Lane Calder. Today, I'm joined, as always, by my good friends Jake Mooney, yo, and Spencer Bennett. What's up, y'all? Happy August! <laughs> it wow. is. It's August first when we're recording this. Uh, yeah, happy, happy. August. We made it through July, so Woo. we're li- we lived another month. Uh, <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about movies again uh if you listen to the last episode you know that we did parks um on that episode and this episode we are doing uh movies slash tv um just to kind of catch up from our summer break uh so we've got a lot on the docket as the politicians say uh we're basically everything's getting delayed so we'll talk like a little bit about that but I guess there's there's not that much to say when things are just not going to happen for a while. Uh, Avatar 2 and Star Wars, some news there. Um, Artemis Fowl came out while we were away, um, and apparently it was really bad. Uh, who saw that coming? Um, <laughs> HBO Max and Peacock came out, uh, so we'll talk about that in comparison to Disney Plus and possible like competition there. Um, HBO oh we do yeah hbo max came out hamilton released on disney plus uh july 3rd it was like the day before yeah yeah yeah. um yes yeah it was around Fourth of july um a new pixar movie was announced which uh is called luca takes place in um italy like the coast of italy i believe um lots lots of people are making fun of it because it sounds like call me by your name um Mm. Uh, new mutants and then um there's a new muppet show that just started streaming we have not watched it but we'll talk about it and then there's just kind of a bunch of star wars shit that's blowing up on the internet as as always but um you know we'll we'll talk about what everyone is saying uh and then we'll give our picks of the week which we didn't do last week by the way just realized that yeah yeah i mean we were so caught up in all the park news that, uh, right. I think we just forgot to do it. Um, it was just happens. so exciting last week. Yeah. We were just so, we were just so pumped <laughs> to be back. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that at the end. Um, we recommended we,
1: everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. so we'll start off with, uh, these, these delays. Um, I think the main one that was announced was that, uh, Mulan, which obviously had its premiere, in um when was it march right probably late february early march somewhere in there and i mean since then no one has seen it besides the people who went to the premiere but uh it's it has not come out hasn't released on disney plus or anything um i think it was a couple weeks ago disney announced that boom mulan is indefinitely delayed uh something we were all kind of expecting i think uh what do you remember when the original release date was moved? i do just because March it was may 27th my,
2: wait oh that was the original the date. original original okay. but then they moved it yeah they moved it to july 24th the only reason i remember that okay. is cuz it's my brother's birthday but yeah when they when they said july 24th i was like really like we think we're going to be ready to go to movie theaters in july See, so. I thought it sounded too far off from March. Wow, look, oh, really? I think
1: we'll be back. I kept saying the parks would open in June, man. I right. was, I was right. dying yeah, on that. They were, <laughs> were on that dead. June
0: train. I was on the June train, and here it is, August, and there's still no <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah. Right. Um. So that that was the main one that got delayed uh, to June, and then just did, obviously did not come out. Um. And so now it is just indefinitely delayed. Uh, no word on whether or not it's going to be moved to Disney Plus or not um that would be kind of i feel like that would be kind of weird because some people got to see it at the premiere and then mm-hmm. it's just it would be like a Netflix thing where like the Irishman is in theaters right. for a week and then moves but um i mean i guess, i guess it's just the the shitty of the, the shittiness of the situation um so those mulan black widow i believe was also delayed indefinitely i have to imagine it was cuz uh my opinion is that I don't feel like it would do well if it released on Disney Plus. I feel like a lot of people would watch it and they I think we talked about this a little bit before recording. Um I feel like people would watch it and they would probably even get some more Disney Plus subscribers since uh Marvel fan base and whatnot and that hasn't been filled up too much on Disney Plus. There's just a lot of things in the works and uh I feel like they would just lose a lot of that movie revenue. Um, Spencer, you had a thought on this before the before the show.
1: On a, if black or on a Black Widow going in Disney Plus?
0: Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I just don't see it happening. <laughs> I think in the case of like Artemis Fowl, which went straight to Disney Plus after being planned to theatrically mm-hmm. release, Artemis Fowl was delayed for like it felt like two years. We yes. just kept he- we, everyone forgot it was even coming out we got a trailer and then there wasn't much excitement and then it just kept getting pushed and kept getting
0: pushed and kept getting pushed yeah i think and it Disney was originally the- i don't know if it was originally but i remember the trailers that i saw said august i believe mm-hmm. um i think
1: the writing on the wall was there for that movie which was it was it was going to be another wrinkle in time type of film <laughs> yeah, it just absolutely. wasn't going to do well We've talked about that at length on the show. Yeah. Which the executive one, keeps greenlighting those movies? <laughs> the
0: one uh, Disney movie per year that is just super not Disney. Right. Yeah. yeah. But um, was, I think with that... It was going to be the Holy Trinity. It was going to be um, the Holy Nutcracker. Trinity on Disney movies. It was going to be Nutcracker, Wrinkle in Time, and then... Uh, Artemis Fowl. Ar- yeah, Artemis <laughs> Fowl. Uh, but, yeah, maybe it's a blessing think in disguise. In the, yeah. In the case of that one, it made sense
1: that they were like, okay we're not going to really have any new content on here for a while. We've been sitting on this movie for God knows how long we've pretty, they have written it off at that point is what I'm saying. Disney was kind of like, we're just going to, this is a wash anyway. Let's just put it up there and see if we can get an extra boost to sales on Disney Mm plus in case of black widow. I don't think it was going to make a billion dollars, but it was a contender. It's a Marvel movie and absolutely post end game Marvel movie where a lot of people don't know the direction that's going. It could have set up a lot of, you know, so in a lot of little hints for what's coming next what they're going to adapt next in the mcu like which arc they're going to go for so i just don't see them doing it at disney plus mulan maybe i never thought they would but at this point i'm like maybe because with mulan i don't first of all i don't know if the hype was that big for mulan because i know it was going to be radically different from the animation there wasn't going to be any music i don't think mushu was even in it if not going to be like iago and live action aladdin where he has like three lines Right. Like it wasn't going to be a significant character so in the case of mulan they very well might put on disney plus they might just do it for the extra boost because that would get them a boost
0: it would i think right especially but when i don't... consider like the um, the sheer amount of what was it like just weird news that was surrounding the production of mulan mm. um whether true or or rumored um and uh just a lot of I remember there's a whole controversy around the main, the main actress on her stance on the events in Hong Kong. Yep, right. um, and uh, like, there's just a lot of weird things going on with behind that movie's production and promotion. So I wouldn't be totally surprised if, if it pops up on Disney plus, because especially when you consider like a lot of things that we're going to be talking about are being moved back by indefinitely or a year. And, eventually that that schedule is going to get a bit crowded um because they're still doing pinocchio right with and supposedly yeah and uh i mean they announced they announced uh, peter and wendy right we talked about that i think
2: mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. only thing with that though is yeah like it will get crowded because they're pushing everything but as far as i know nothing's in production like yeah. nothing big can be shooting so there is going to be a gap of we've put out all the things that we have but there's a year or so where we weren't able to like make anything yeah. so i don't Pouch know if that's even... notre dame is another one right that was another one yes. i just back...
1: checked us um black widow actually got delayed to
2: november 6th but now oh, wow. we can discuss oh, Okay, okay. whether november. it's gonna come out <laughs> yeah november wow yeah uh, well some november news that has literally couldn't have less to do with disney but target and walmart both, <laughs> both were like uh we're cancel or we're going to like close our stores on Black Friday because they're like worried mm-hmm. about crowds. So, yeah. those two giant corporations are concerned about November. I don't know. I mean, I just have a hard time believing that we're going to be ready, even if there's a vaccine and uh, things are really like looking on the up and up, just like on a personal basis. Like, do I feel like I want to go sit in this movie theater right now? Even if it was for Infinity War, which was like my hypest movie of all time. It's like, I, I could just wait a couple months for like the health of myself and my family. Like it just feels <laughs> stressful yeah. for November. That sounds so, I mean, I wish I also saw some other news. I don't remember which studio it was. It was not Disney, but somebody like greenlit, uh, similar to like a movie that was done and had been delayed and delayed. It was like an action movie. I want to say like a Jason Bourne or something mm. is coming out overseas. Like it's full on having its premiere in like parts of Asia, Europe. Like the movie's coming out, and we just can't get it because they we can't are. Get they're releasing
1: yet. the SpongeBob movie in Canada only. Wow. Oh, this really? Year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the crazy. one with Keanu. Mm-hmm. Not Disney was, at all, but just weird
0: yeah. movie release. I,
2: I did yeah. kind of like that one though. I thought it looked cool. I just like SpongeBob. Yeah. Bob,
0: yeah. Anyways, I, really, I really like the art style that they. That's what for. I was gonna say,
2: mm. but. uh Something like Grander Picture, which I wonder um, in terms of like the future of movies, if, if you know, there's just going to be a bigger push to push put things just straight to streaming or if we're really going to try to get movies back in theaters. Because obviously a theater experience is going to happen regardless of if it's like perfectly safe or not. Like they're not going to put out a Star Wars movie, not in theaters. They're not going to put out this new Avatar movie and things like that. But I remember hearing months and months ago before – Pandemic was a thing. where I want to say Netflix made a deal with like Eddie Murphy, like a very big comic who like hadn't done a special in like many, many years. And I heard people like on a podcast talking like, this might be Netflix's first like premium. So you have to have a Netflix subscription, whether they have the baseline one or the expensive one. But then if you want to watch this very big special, it's like an extra dollar to watch mm-hmm. the thing or you like unlock it. And I thought that was like if they do that, like Netflix is done for Because all of their, uh, you know, licensed stuff within the next year or so is just going to go to whether it's Disney Plus or HBO Max, Peacock. It's all going to go back to the studios. So Netflix is just sitting here with their originals. Some are great, some are not. But then you're (laughs) going to have to. I'm going to have to pay an extra two dollars when I'm already paying, you know, seven dollars for everything else. Never would work. But now that there's no movie theaters, and Disney is sitting on a movie like Black Widow, sitting on a movie like Mulan. Sitting on Jungle Cruise for the sake of argument. Jungle Cruise got delayed till next year. But it's like at a certain point, if we really have no idea, even if it's only six months, even if they're like movie theaters are going to be open in six months. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like the stock numbers and like everything speaks for itself. Yeah. I mean, do a premium. Why not put one of these big movies out and be like, it's an extra $2. Make it an extra $3, and it's just like renting a movie like normal. People do that all the time. Well, what they
1: did with Scoob, what Warner Brothers did with Scoob, was they just put it out for $20 rental, and I rented it with with some friends, and it was – we spent like $8 a person, and that was cheaper than going to the movies. Uh Scoob sucked. actually Scoob (laughs) was weird. Scoob was weird. Scoob conversation aside. (laughs) They could do that i think they'd more likely to have mulan because i think at the in the grand right. picture they probably do lose a little bit of money doing that and i think they they're more inclined to. to lose money on mulan than they would be on a black widow i see because yeah and at disney's banking on november too because i love that In fact checking us mid-show <laughs> but um soul is now scheduled for november as well too okay. So Disney's banking um, on november mm i well, don't also, think that uh, either of those movies are going to come out in november i'm just going to be real i don't think so
2: i have a hard time believing it maybe in Even some if parts like on of the, the country
1: been up i think we've I learned know. especially in california we've uh i think we've reaped we've learned that we oh should right. not re- rush reopening because it's infinitely right. yeah. worse than it was before now um, yeah. um, i
0: i can believe the idea that you know you go on disney plus you pay some extra a few extra dollars for mulan Or whatever, because I mean it's kind of just recycling what HBO did, (laughs) like in the very beginning of HBO with their wrestling and boxing and whatnot. Um, and so like it it would make sense and it's it's already a proven method of doing things. Um so I I could see that happening. Spencer, I was gonna bring up the same point that that you ended up bringing up about how you know amazon prime instantly launched their like amazon premiere at home or whatever mm-hmm. it was called and i'm cinema that, yeah prime cinema <laughs> and you could definitely i mean netflix and disney plus and hulu could definitely just steal from that um that method and just you know make it their own Right. Uh, speaking of Hulu movies, I also, I watched, uh, Palm Springs and? <laughs> recently, and it was very good. Very, oh, very yeah. good. Uh, I liked it. Fun. Yeah. I also enjoyed it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very fun. Um, a fun little, uh, modern take on the whole, uh, um, groundhog day, day situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's,
2: I guess that's my endorsement of a <laughs> movie
0: that has nothing to do with Disney.
2: Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I will say on the thing though, on doing a premium, uh, I did get Peacock. I, I have not even watched anything on it yet, but I downloaded the app and I made an account and whatever, mostly because uh, it's free. And I thought that was like a really interesting way to do this kind of thing. Uh, and, you know, just to see like literally the interface and what they have on there. Yeah. Not. Anyways, the thing is free. That's one of their bigger selling points. And they have some big movies on there that are free to watch, like Jurassic Park, uh, all of the matrix movies, like some Tarantino movies, a lot of the Hitchcock movies. Uh, so that's cool. And you, you know, you got to sit through ads every once in a while, but that totally works for me. But then there are a bunch of movies on there that have like these little feathers on like, you know, the top corner of the icon. And that's the ones that like, you have to have the premium account, but the premium account, I want to say, is $4.99, and I know so Shrek, which is something I was looking forward to watching because I knew it was DreamWorks and all the DreamWorks stuff is on Peacock. Uh, so it's like, okay, well, I can either rent Shrek on Amazon or Apple or whatever for three ninety nine, dollars or get Peacock for a dollar more and then unlock everything for the whole month instead of spending the $3.99 and just watching it once and having it be over with. So if Peacock is already doing that, basically... Netflix apparently kicked around the idea. HBO, like you were saying, had done that in the past. I mean, it's an unprecedented thing. But if you have these movies that were fully intending on going to theaters, like the world is changing. And it, I, I think it makes sense. Also, the fact that Disney Plus is the cheapest out of all. I mean, it's not free like Peacock, but it was cheaper than all the other streamings. So it's like yeah. I would do it. I wasn't even that excited for Mulan, but like it'd just be a fun thing to do on a Friday when you can't do anything. Spend two dollars to watch the movie that was gonna go to theaters.
1: Right. Especially with everyone's current social life, which is there is none um, (laughs) if you're following the rules. And I think a lot of people would do like a disney plus party or like a netflix exactly. situation where they do like virtual streaming and you watch mulan together from your own homes mm-hmm. why not you know
2: like there's, there's and nothing they literally else to do have so many movies like banked like so another one new mutants this thing has been in like production health every the trailer looks time. better
1: for that movie dude it
2: looks great but who knows what the thing is actually going to be i just know it's been hell uh, I know it's not connecting to the MCU at all. I know they're retconning or that, you know, they're going to bring X-Men into Marvel somehow in the near future. So this movie ultimately should just be like cool and fun and hopefully
1: a little I bit I thought scary. they were going to drop it on Disney Plus the minute they were Dude, fired why Fox. wouldn't they? I, I know. it was going to be like a here. But maybe but I they think, think it's good and they're sitting on it because it could make profit.
0: I guess so. Yeah. I also, because it's supposed to be like kind of scary, I feel like they would rather drop uh-huh. it on Hulu.
2: Oh yeah, I see that. But they've been Morgan. putting the X Men movies on Disney Plus, and those are darker at least yeah. than Marvel. Yeah, they're yeah. no darker
0: than the Avengers films, though.
2: Yeah, I guess so. This new yeah, Mutants
0: one, you're... the New Mutants, sounds like yeah, kind of. It's a, an
2: actual. I think it's rated R.
0: Yeah, it's, it's directed like a, it's like a, like a horror lo- film, a Logan uh-huh. level thing. It's like if yeah. Logan was a horror movie. It sounds like, uh, yeah. but so yeah, I I feel like they would probably shy away from disney plus which is supposed to be like the family stuff true um although mandalorian is also kind of dark sometimes
2: mm-hmm.
0: um but whatever uh <laughs> avatar 2 and star wars were delayed by one year e- respectively they were both delayed by one year um i think what was the original release year for avatar 2
2: is it 2022 uh, that's 2021? what i was gonna I ask i
1: think it's 2023
2: now yeah i okay, think it's- so it was originally 22 Damn, so two years from now it was supposed to come out? That's still a long time. Yeah, dude, the first one came out in 2009. Actually, wow.
0: I think I want to, because I thought I remembered that the next Star Wars movie was supposed to be 2022. Oh, the, actually, Avatar 2 was supposed to come out in December of this year, but it got delayed.
2: Ah, uh, Okay what a um, bummer that's exactly what i was worried about what a bummer i want to see this movie so bad yeah. <laughs> that sucks yeah even if it
0: sucks i i want to see avatar too because it's been so long so it's excited. been so long uh, i'm only excited because of pandora yeah I well, exactly. i would not be excited at
1: all if i hadn't rewatched the movie on the airplane after leaving pandora <laughs> and i went oh i actually do enjoy this world right yeah. and it's underwater so i'm interested to see what it's going to be like but
2: the yeah. whole movie's
1: underwater apparently yeah whoa avatar 2 that's awesome the rumored title is like the way of water or something so sick
2: i would love for it to just be called avatar colon so i don't avatar 2 makes it it just reminds me that i barely remember the first movie avatar 2 colon a moana ripoff (laughs) uh
0: but yeah so they're both delayed by a year i mean i don't think star wars is gonna hurt by taking one more year of a break because yeah exactly people are gonna be i think it's a good thing I even agree. more excited when it comes back uh as plus we're getting so much star wars shit on disney plus it's great
1: uh mm-hmm. star wars fatigue is real though it's one of those franchises that if you overdo it people are like nope yeah not oh one. absolutely
2: um, so what was room. that star so, i mean it's not announced it was
1: untitled the rumor was it was going to be like the high republic and it was going to be like the old old like hundreds of years before the. Well, that, <laughs> that was going to be like
0: a. that wasn't going to be visual No, i don't know if that's happening anymore jake the, the no, high sure. republic was like going to be a series of comics and graphic novels and uh you know book novels um that all took place in this era of the high republic i don't right. think that they were planning any tv shows for it or any movies related to it um oh. but you know who knows maybe they were just like oh we're gonna introduce this era mm-hmm. and then make a movie that's based in that era as well so people are already kind of familiar with it uh right but that, they marketed the last Skywalker or the rise of skywalkers like the end
1: so there's yeah. really only anywhere to go nowhere to go but back uh, yeah
0: yes. Yes. nowhere to go but back or to a different galaxy or something you know right. uh, they they gotta change shit up uh so i think it's definitely oh. possible that the next thing could be the next uh movie and i mean like big movie uh the next big star wars movie could be in that era is uh, it a trilogy
2: Or it's just yeah, like a one yeah. shot it's a no, trilogy it's,
0: i'm pretty sure it's a trilogy that's coming but it's up. not the Rand johnson trilogy that has i'm pretty sure that's yet to be announced like it's they haven't oh. announced anything in relation to it who's directing? it was just
2: it. fully and untitled or unannounced yeah. star wars thing R- okay. ryan yeah.
0: johnson continues to to say that they're still working on his trilogy and developing it um but obviously that's yet to be heard of especially since corona um right. so a lot of people i think theorize that the next movie could be the first in the ryan johnson trilogy or it could just be some completely different thing uh they did announce that didn't they announce that taika watiti and someone else were going to do a movie yes they were going to do a star wars movie yeah so taika watiti and then um another director i can't remember, remember that i can't remember her name i believe it's a her uh but um, I was less familiar with her than I, I was with Taika Waititi. She was
2: from Mandalorian, though, right? Like, she directed, like, two of the episodes. Oh, that's, I think you're I right. Think I, I think know I know what you're talking part. about.
0: Um, but, so, they, as a duo, are are making a Star mm-hmm. Wars movie. They didn't say which one it was going to be or where, when it was going to be released or whatever. So, a lot of people are also like, that has to be the next one. I see. Um, I see. We were going to probably get more info at Star Wars Celebration... But mm-hmm. that's, I'm pretty sure that's been canceled.
2: Uh, yeah, or at least I'm sure. maybe happening online. online and it's going to be super muted. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so it might be a bit of a, a bit of a, uh, what was it, Spencer? The Comic-Con at home.
1: Yeah. The Comic-Con at home that happened over the <laughs> last week. There was something, I remember something happened during last week and I was like, man, the universe just feels off. And I looked it up and I was like, it's because Comic-Con was supposed to be happening. Wow. This is a real blow to the nerd community that (laughs) (laughs) Comic-Con is not happening. That's True. why I feel weird. Because I feel like I should be ex- full of jubilation and excitement during this right. week, and instead I'm sad. Mm. Refreshing my phone
2: all the time. I remember. I guess it was Comic Con last year. That's when they were announcing like a lot of the new Marvel news. Because Endgame has just come out. It's when they're announcing like Shang Chi and like all of yeah. the new yeah. things. I was so oh, when they announced the Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse oh, of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. I was so excited over all that stuff. Yeah. And now we haven't even seen Black Widow just sitting yeah. somewhere on a hard drive
0: black widow i would be <laughs> <Stressful>. really <laughs> on a hard drive i mean black it widow, is. I, yeah absolutely uh i'd be really you know i i was really looking forward to that movie um for a lot of reasons i, I think everyone kind of was it looked cool um i i really like black widow as a character and i was super excited to see david harbour in it um from yeah. uh stranger things and whatnot uh, Lawrence pugh too there's a lot of talent in that yeah movie. yeah there's like a Uh, There were a lot of reasons I was interested in that movie, and it sucks that, you know, now it's not happening for the foreseeable future. Um, But anyway, that was a very roundabout way of describing what was going (laughs) on with Avatar 2 and Star Wars. Uh, We basically, we still know nothing about either of these movies. Um, It's all like pretty rumored, uh, besides what James Cameron decides to say every once in a while about Avatar
2: sequels they put out like a little like promo or something like apparently on the set of avatar 2 yeah it was you just know, a was photo like,
0: of them all in like mocap
1: and like a mm-hmm. fake- uh, well no i saw a like... thing oh
2: well i didn't see that picture i saw like an actual like you know one minute maybe a minute 30 second video of him being like yeah avatars on disney plus and we're saying it from the set of avatar 2 in new zealand Really? And, I remember yeah.
0: get, I remember seeing the announcement when they started filming in new, The live action right. scenes in New Zealand
2: And then I very vaguely remember seeing news That I have no idea how New Zealand's doing with COVID But probably better than here Because I remember seeing I think they crushed it within like a month because Probably Because so I remember seeing that The Lord of the Rings TV show Like this Amazon Prime right. thing yeah. Resumed filming And Avatar Resumed filming. At least I think I, that might have literally might have been a dream because I like those movies so much <laughs> and I just want them to be filming. But I'm pretty yeah. sure I saw that. Not that that really means anything because the movie can be done like Black Widow and just sit somewhere before everybody's ready to see it.
0: Yeah. But um, Artemis fell apparently uh, sucked, <laughs> which everyone kind of expected because it got delayed for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, i mean none of us saw this <laughs> none of us i don't think any of us saw artemis Fowl. did you jake it come out though
2: i did not see it but i do know that it like broke some record on letterboxd for like the most one stars or something after wow. like only like a week not that letterboxd really matters also i think yeah. that uh the kissing booth too recently just broke that record <laughs> for like instant hate on letterboxd yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean it just looks bad right uh Apparently there's like a fan base of these books who, who would have known that was like pissed about how they did it. Apparently they could. I remember those
1: books from when we were all younger. I
2: vaguely remember, but you know, like how I remember something like the wrinkle in time. It's just Mm -hmm. like vaguely wrinkle in time.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The time wrinkle. (laughs) We,
2: we called it. It's not like anybody didn't call it. I, I can't say I'm particularly upset or particularly happy that mm-hmm. it did poorly it's just like kind of a funny thing that happened i guess yeah nobody really addressed it like I, you know it didn't matter in the grand right. scheme of
0: it was like to me it was kind of like lady and the tramp the live action one i never saw Which that i, I know never watched i still either. haven't watched that i always say yeah, i'm gonna watch that and i still haven't like, watched it everyone was like yeah released on disney plus it's bad um <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, none of us have seen it. So we obviously can't really go into plot (laughs) and we're not going to analyze a movie that we haven't seen. Um, but apparently it sucked. And,
2: uh, I guess Artemis
0: Fowl, let us know. Yeah. (laughs) If you've seen Artemis foul, hit us up on Twitter and let us know how it was. Uh, (laughs) and I guess on the topic of Disney plus, um, HBO max and Peacock, which we talked about a little bit already, Mm -hmm. um, officially came out, um, while we were, I thought maybe hbo max came out like just before we went on our break but um we're basically it's come to the point where everyone's like oh how is disney plus going to compare to hbo max and peacock when those come out and now they have come out uh i have not used either one of them um mm. but jake has hbo max how's both. that oh although you have both
2: I, I have both although i only just scrolled around uh whatever Peacock it, I haven't watched anything on mm-hmm. it, but I've heard fine things. HBO Max, I really like. Now, I know that kind of the big thing going in, well, first of all, the marketing didn't make a ton of sense.
0: Yeah, the marketing was weird.
2: Because you have to know going into it, HBO Max is Warner Brothers streaming service. HBO Max is equivalent to Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they chose this name, <laughs> honestly. But also... Uh, it was like the most expensive. I want to say it was like fourteen ninety nine, like fourteen ninety nine. Right. So that's crazy. Right? Premium. You would so say. I, I didn't even. Yeah, the premium, which is I think is the argument for why they chose the HBO name because it kind of feels fancy. But, yeah. Um, well,
0: everyone already has this premeditated association right? with HBO as being like the, the big. Well, they just know, make pre- good things. The I mean, big premium streaming. Uh, well, not. Always streaming, used to be cable, now streaming mm-hmm. uh, platform, the big the big platform that just makes good shit um, and right, very rarely exactly. makes anything that no one likes.
2: Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, anyways, long story short, I got it because it was like included in my family's like direct TV or like a- mm. ATT or something. So it costs no extra. And I've really enjoyed it. I've watched a lot of movies. Like uh, I rewatched like two of the, uh lord of the rings movies which are on there. I've watched some of like the old Looney Tunes cartoons. I watched Looney Tunes back in action which is like oh, nice. so much oh. fun. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, right. Yeah. And there is a ton of classic movies because it's Warner Brothers. So they literally have like film history type things like a lot of the old westerns uh like l- literally uh you know like Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. uh a lot of the monster movies like they just have cool things to honestly scroll around with and then the dc stuff who knows what's happening with it in the future
0: yeah what was the what was the deal with the dc stuff because i they announced like we're gonna have all the dc shit and it and launched didn't with it happen. i think yeah it's they, don't, off, they don't they so don't have
1: it all um, i now. i got it i got hbo max because i realized it had all the old horror movies i love mm-hmm. so much ah, okay. and a majority of dc content and um I don't know what they're doing, but they keep randomly pulling things for like Very a month weird. and then putting them back. Like as of August 1st, all the Harry Potter films are gone, so which weird. is insanity. Good thing I bought those. Um, yeah, <laughs> right. I And I watched Fantastic Beast with it too. Different conversation. Okay. But that's another reason why I got HBO Max. So I was like, you know what? I'll do the, the one week free trial and I'll try and just watch all this content i want to watch and then i forgot Mm -hmm. about it as i normally do and and now i'm like whatever i'll just i canceled it and it'll just expire in a month and then maybe i'll renew it i don't know yeah yeah. but they they don't have they they said they were going to launch with all the superman movies they don't they don't have man of steel which is the most recent and probably most talked about superman movie Definitely don't have that they for a while didn't have batman versus superman now they do Um, i don't know if they have they think they do have wonder woman but they just they keep it's weird what i don't know what the model was and who agreed to this to randomly pull and add things but
0: what ended up a
1: flagship franchise for that right. service and oh fact, absolutely they pulled all eight nine films is insanity to me it's a flagship
0: so. it's a flagship franchise for warner brothers in general mm-hmm. right
2: uh, and it was a big deal actually when it came out because the wizarding worlds like whatever that uh i guess ip is called like i think it was like usa like the tv channel had the rights to it like exclusive rights mm-hmm. and uh but then it launched with HVMX and like they didn't announce that it was like a surprise but now it's coming off i did not know that that kind of sucks
1: yeah. that's HVMX is weird it's just weird yeah, yeah. very weird. Uh, My biggest com- up,
0: well
2: i was just gonna ask what ended up happening
0: with uh the the snyder cut of justice league comes out like in a year or Comes something. out next oh, year okay yeah. so early 2021 is what they're okay, saying for some reason i got the impression that it was happening soon but
1: No, no, they're doing a lot of um, special effects and reshoots and stuff. Gotcha. They gave Uh, him a blank $30 million check and said, do whatever you want. And the rumor is it's even higher. So Mm -hmm. that's, again, another reason why I got it was I wanted, I obviously want to see that. If you've listened to me talk in any platform (laughs) anywhere, I am a
0: big defender of Zack Snyder. So I am excited for that movie. I can't wait to watch that six-hour movie when it
2: comes out. (laughs) Well, who knows? I mean, it's been kicked around that, like, maybe they'll make it like a... A mini-series kind of thing. I guess that's what Netflix did with the Hateful Eight, which is like so cool. I would lo- I would prefer that, honestly. Makes so it like a very I. unique experience. Yeah. Right. But anyways, my biggest <laughs> a complaint- Disney show. Yeah. <laughs> 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 my biggest complaint with HBO Max is uh it doesn't work. <laughs> like if was, so my TV is has like Roku on it. So that's, that's not Roku. Like, it's so bizarre it's not on Roku. I don't think it's oh, on fire no, stick. It's there's not no a Roku, Roku either. So dumb. Wow. So I have to, I have do to like HDMI, my
1: computer to my TV. Yes. Wow. I
2: have it on my PlayStation, but for some reason it is so buggy. Like, Oh, a movie we watched is Jaws. I watched Jaws on HBO okay. max, which is cool. I never saw it before. And I moved like, Oh, right Jaws closely. is great. So yeah. fun. And cause I've been going to the beach like every day. So it's fun to be spooked, <laughs> but, uh, It literally took like twice as long as the Nivea's because this thing was so laggy, so annoying, but it worked completely fine on browser. So whenever I watch something there, I have to plug it. HDMI, which is so annoying. That's a, that's a big big missed opportunity.
0: I I like it's it's such a bummer. It's really weird that they don't have a Roku app or something. Cause I mean, nowadays, like a lot of people have Roku TVs. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that is kind of weird. And even like the Amazon, uh, whatever, whatever it's called. Fire stick. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's just odd and uh peacock works from what i can tell but you got to sit through the ads and things like that so mm-hmm. when disney plus launched peacock is like,
1: universal correct it's like their yeah. universals counter to these two why is it, it is called inter- peacock
2: because because they're pushing they're pushing uh the nbc stuff like yeah. parks and rec is like one of their big things uh, okay. and it was and on office. nbc they took the office right yeah Netflix, yeah that's right but anyways uh I remember when Disney Plus came out. Although the interface like works and is cool, I don't know. It just like it wasn't anything to ride home about. Especially on, the, I remember thinking it was like cooler on the computer because when you hover it's over very like, Disney, simple. the castle, you know, gets like the thing and like the Pixar, the, the clouds go. But on the TV, it doesn't do anything cool. Not that you need it, but it just doesn't. Uh, but anyways, HBO Max and Peacock like sometimes don't even work. So Disney Plus uh, did a lot better in that respect.
0: Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about with the banners. Like I remember um, on Star Wars Day, they updated all the banners of the Star Wars movies to be concept so art cool. for each yeah. movie. Yeah. And it's so cool. Um, and it looks really cool on your TV. Uh, it's very satisfying. Um, <laughs> but I think that there is a larger conversation, because this is something I've thought about quite a bit. This is a larger There's a larger conversation to be had about performance between the streaming services I've noticed that Disney Plus, when there's when it's a weaker Wi-Fi signal, Disney Plus just shuts down. Like, it can't figure it out. It doesn't uh, even try. You don't buffer yeah, Disney it Plus. Doesn't, it's just
1: going or it crashes. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I've noticed that about it. So if you have a weak Wi-Fi signal, it's hard to run Disney Plus. Um, I, I found that Hulu is a bit better. Uh, Amazon... Prime video for some reason is just like the best. And that's probably because they own like all the servers. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> like Prime video works really well in my experience, even when there's a weaker Wi Fi signal. Um, so, I mean, there's definitely like a bigger conversation to be had. And we're not engineers, but uh, I, I found that Disney Plus usually is pretty good, but you do have to have a, a good Wi Fi signal in order to run it effectively
2: um or else how it just often how often do you guys get on disney plus and watch things probably a couple times a week
0: yeah oh, not every day for
1: sure it's not it's honestly it's not my go-to as much as i wanted it to be mm-hmm. yeah i tend to um because i i feel like with disney there's a specific a specific mood you want to be in sort mm-hmm. of for me at least um recently i've been on it a lot because Everything is sad, and Disney is genuinely kind of <laughs> happy or generally kind of happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually, like two or three times a week, I'll watch something on it. Mm, I, I, I feel see. I find myself um, watching just YouTube more. Like I just watch yes, a lot yeah. of YouTube.
0: I watch a lot Intel. of YouTube. I I've been watching, um, uh, like some stuff on Amazon Prime. Um, Prime has Originals. SpongeBob. So I've
1: been watching a lot of that on there too. Yeah, Prime SpongeBob. Like SpongeBob.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've also Prime has the Americans and i've i've been watching that uh uh-huh. quite good um and then there's like some stuff on netflix that i watch so i kind of switch around but i agree with the, what you said spencer like Dis- disney plus isn't my go-to streaming service but i love having it um agreed just because like you have to be in that that happy goofy mood um for it uh i usually go on it to watch clone wars but mm, right uh But that being said, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back um, to talk about Pixar and New Mutants. And welcome back. We are here talking about Pixar now. Uh, A new Pixar film called Luca was announced um, the other day. And it apparently will be centering on a young boy um, living on the Italian Riviera. uh, And he's going to share adventures with his new best friend um but a dark secret about his true identity um which is the fact that he is actually a sea monster from another world oh my god uh, just below the, the surface of the water um that secret um seeks to threaten the bond between him and his new best friend um the voice cast has not been announced yet um, but it's, it's, uh, exciting. A lot of people are talking about it on Twitter. Uh, so we're going to talk about it here now. Uh, yes, it does sound a lot like call me by your name. In it fact, literally uh, sounds like. Yeah. And, uh, Spencer actually noted that Luca is the name is the first name of the director of call me by your name. Yeah. Um, it's true. So, so a <laughs> weird coincidence, uh, maybe. Um, but obviously we, I'm not going to like theorize anything. Uh but I'm excited for this. I I think it's a very cool setting. Uh I'm very excited to see that that animated water.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Uh
0: and I mean I it sounds like they're they're just into telling these these stories about um I I guess, you know, guys bonding. Like that was kind of the the <laughs> um theme of uh Onward was those two brothers who who yes. uh, bonded through their adventure? Now it sounds like it's going to be uh, onward. A is young so boy good. And, and his friend. No one talks yep. about it enough. Onward is so incredible. Um, yeah, but I don't know, Spencer. How are you feeling about this movie? I think it sounds
1: great um I obviously my uh my grandpa was from Italy so I get really excited about anything Italian even though I'm only mm-hmm. like a quarter or something <laughs> it's not a significant enough portion but it's the only thing that I like can pinpoint any lineage to so I, right. I definitely like play that part of my personality up <laughs> but um I think it sounds great I think Italy is a great setting for anything it's like one of the most beautiful countries in the world um i've had a pitch for a long time for a princess movie about an italian princess that i won't share on here because one of you will steal it <laughs> eventually i will pitch that movie so uh the fact that disney is helping pixar make a movie set in Italy is cool i think the idea sounds interesting the pitch is vague is luca a sea monster is his friend a sea I'm monster i'm pretty sure
0: luca is the sea monster he's like shape-shifting into a human being maybe i don't know I'm i mean literally that. all we have is this is the short pitch it kind of sounds posted. like romance little mermaid a little bit yeah
1: yeah, maybe. Like, Call Me By Your Name meets Little Mermaid, but it's about friendship and not romance. Or maybe it is okay. about romance, and we'll find out maybe later.
0: Maybe it is about romance. That would be awesome. I would love it. Pixar is <laughs> just going to show up Disney with their, like, <laughs> you, you, you know, barely scratched the surface with Elsa. Here's some true representation. Yeah, that they just announce. go for it.
1: I would. I mean, I'd love it. It'd be great. Yeah. Um, but I think it sounds, all we have right now is the pitch. It sounds interesting. I'm obviously here for it. Pixar is it's Pixar, so. Yeah. Jake.
2: I love the, I did not know that that was the pitch. I just saw the, I just saw that one picture they shared and saw that it was set in Italy and people making fun of that. It looked like call me by her name or call. Me yeah. They shared a picture name. of
1: concept art that looks mm-hmm. pretty,
2: but that sounds like an awesome pitch. I love the idea of uh, being able to see all these crazy creatures that Pixar can come up with, but anything, it's just the overall news that they're working on a new movie. is just exciting.
0: Yeah. You know, and I'm I, very uh, I'm very excited for Soul. Um I would be very oh, yeah. surprised if it actually comes out in November. But I'm I'm super excited for that movie. Um I'm just really glad. I think I'm just overly like overall, I'm just happy that Pixar is finally doing original shit again. Mm-hmm. Um because there was as as you guys know, there was a period there where they were just kind of, you know, doing sequels to a lot of their shit. Um, and I feel like a lot of people felt like there wasn't a whole lot of originality in that. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited to see this. I think because Incred- it seemed like Incredibles 2 kind of ended their uh, Pixar oh, Toy story for, Oh, Toy Story 4. Yeah. I think that was the last one. I think that was the last one. Cause I remember they announced like that Toy Story 4 was actually going to be the last, I think it was at D23. They said that, I don't, I forget who it was, but they said that, uh, after Toy Story 4, they're just doing original content, at least for the future, like the foreseeable future here. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows, you know, if they decide to make it uh, Soul 2 or something, you know, in the future. Um, but it seems like for now, they're focusing on that or- original stuff. And that's kind of what I love to see from Pixar.
2: Soul properly really looks incredible. Like I almost teared up watching just the it trailer. It does look incredible. Looks so, really good. Yeah. I,
0: yeah. Uh, I
1: hope yeah. we get to see it this year. Um, I hope they don't I'd be bummed if it went to Disney Plus because that's kind of what happened on Onward is like the saddest release of any movie. Yeah. Because it yeah. came out, it's wonderful. Like it's so good. It was in theaters for like two weeks, pulled, had nothing for like a month, and then they dropped it on Disney Plus. Yeah. And it's like the lowest grossing Pixar movie, obvious reasons. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think it's always gonna it's already feels like it's been forgotten about in like the in, in the cultural zeitgeist and that bums me out because I, again i think it's incredible
0: it was like, on so, so they good. did put it on prime cinema before they put it that's on right. disney plus that's right so i'm sure that I'm some people that. paid for it
2: it will be remembered fondly i mean it's just a great movie so of course it will
0: so. yeah uh besides that i mean there's not really much to say about that except we're excited <laughs> uh mm-hmm. but new mutants um There's some news surrounding that. sounds like, Jake, you know more?
2: Uh, I mean, they just released like a new trailer or something. And like Spencer was saying, I think before the show, uh, every time we see pieces of this movie, it just looks better and better. So I'm properly excited. Uh, I know it's not like connecting with the MCU and everything. So I would just love to see it as soon as possible. Kind of, I think, honestly, we probably talked about it. Like when Disney acquired Fox... This is like something that was again sitting on a hard drive somewhere. Like this is a finished product. Disney mm-hmm. has no stake in the game with it. It might be a total dud and it's a total box office bomb. But like, yeah, we made some change and we'll just keep it moving. But the fact that they've like re edited this thing and gone—I was going to say—in the trouble, theme of
1: like all these director's cuts now because Zack Snyder's right. Justice League was a huge deal and that they announced. I think they like are re-editing new meetings, like you said, or there's like a director's cut that they're going with instead of what Fox was gonna go with. So Disney is gonna give us a different movie than what Fox was gonna release. Mm-hmm. But they keep doing trailers and they haven't talked about putting Disney Plus. So my hunch is maybe it's really good.
2: I think it might <laughs> yeah, be yeah, right movie. I mean it just made. looks cool. Yeah. I mean, I think we all know something that Fox was doing with their uh with the X-Men movies towards the end at least. I mean, excluding Dark Phoenix. Uh, Logan was, like, nothing but love. Both the Deadpool movies uh, were great and made so much money. And it's, like, you know, at a certain point, if we're going to get so many of these superhero movies, same with, like, you know, so much Star Wars content, all that kind of stuff, if you set... If you're going to set the movie in this world, which is, like, automatically going to get you X amount of money just because of, like, honestly, like, the contract that fans sign, like, we're going to see all of these things regardless... Uh, tell a really interesting and like unique story in that world that's what that's what Mandalorian did like at its core it was about like parenting which is Mm -hmm. like so cool to set that story uh in the Star Wars world so like whatever the actual story of New Mutants is make it a actual horror movie like how cool is that make it rated r but revolving around x-men and that's like so fun and why not do that and uh again it has no disney doesn't seem to have any stake in the game like yeah it's tied to marvel but they're rebooting everything x-men related i'm gonna so, hit you with
1: a theory about that
2: mm. so this is
1: like <laughs> this is the one they released dark phoenix and it was bad and i didn't even yeah. see it and i think no one saw it it was a
0: i'm pretty sure play.
1: absolutely no one saw that movie not even yeah. literally nobody saw it
2: even the editors just had as their as eyes closed <laughs> 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 while they were making it <laughs>
1: As far as I know, New Mutants is like new characters. There's not, they they don't really have any direct interaction with the current X Men universe that existed on screen. And even then, like continuity in the X Men universe didn't exist. It was just movies they were pumping out.
0: It's like like Fox's Joker. It's just like, yeah,
1: it's just like, they just just kind of do whatever they want, whatever.
0: Mm Yeah.
1: But I I think that going back to what we talked about a little bit earlier was Doctor Strange for like a second, Multiverse of Madness. That's supposed to be a horror film esque. It's directed by Sam Raimi, who has done some like a done Evil Dead, like done Drag Me to Hell, like very uh, well received horror, especially Evil Dead. That's an awesome franchise.
2: And directed directed Spider Man.
1: Yeah, of course. But (laughs) I was talking about his horror background lane. (laughs) But I think in relation to New Mutants, the reason I think Disney might be holding on to it is if it's very good and they're doing a multiverse movie that is a horror-esque tone, they might be in Doctor Strange, Mm -hmm. if it's great, if they release this movie and it goes over well. That's a theory I've, like, thought about. I don't know if it'll come true. Probably not. But it's possible, if you're doing a movie that has multiverse in the title, and I hope they don't go back on that like they did with Spider-Man. That was one of my biggest peeves far from home, is that they toyed with multiverse, and then they just didn't. And
0: They're like, oh, "Oh, "Oh, we're going to do it, and then they didn't. Wait, yeah. did
2: they? I don't remember Yeah, this. you don't was remember that the
1: whole time. He's like, I'm from another universe. And we're like, Oh, are they really gonna do oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And yeah. then he was and like, No, didn't. I'm actually that not. Dumb. That was that was I'm... dumb. It
0: was dumb. Yeah, so yeah, I wonder anime. why I hated that movie.
2: Dude, literally, then they made oh, it like bro. a joke, like, oh, it's it's uh he's got this whole career. like it was supposed to be funny that like the fans were in on the multiverse, but then it ended up being a special effects bullshit. Yeah. That was dumb. I forgot about that. There was oh one gosh.
0: scene in that entire movie that I enjoyed, and it was when mi- they just let Mysterio be Mysterio, mm-hmm. and it was, like, messing with Spider-Man's mind. And it's the best was scene in the movie. Yeah, it's the it only seeing, scene I remember. Like, the, exactly, seeing the dead Tony Stark and stuff. That just, was like, so fun. So fun, and then it, that scene ended, and then the rest of the movie was absolute shit.
1: But, uh, so if they don't go back on the multiverse idea,
0: and I really hope they don't because
1: it's in the freaking title. Yeah. Then I think you could incorporate new mutants there if you wanted to and use that as like a bridge, a launching pad for X Men. Mm-hmm. And you can just reboot the rest of the franchise and just take that. Um, and then we've already talked about Deadpool. That's an easy fix if they want to. He can literally
0: look at the camera and say, Oh, Make look, I'm in the MCU out. now. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I hope really, so. I really hope that they don't go back on it because one, it would be the second time they went back on the whole multiverse thing. And they know that we want it. <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point well i mean uh, in contrast
1: it seems like dc is fully leaning into it i mean michael is yeah. playing batman again in flash like yep.
0: what so they're if they don't do it dc's gonna <laughs> yeah. do it and mm-hmm. dc is theme, literally is fully doing flashpoint
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: like they're they're fully committed to doing it it sounds like which sounds cool so uh, cool yeah
2: well,
0: also well, uh, how they have flashpoint, nothing to lose exactly <laughs> how
2: flashpoint operated in the comics i think spencer you've done know, more than me but it's like DC was becoming, it was like time to reboot the thing. Like they were losing oh, their steam. Oh, do scheme. I know more than you? So <laughs> oh, I've read it too, but that is sick. Uh, so it's like kind of operating the same way as in the movies. Like these yeah. things, you know, they're still so making the a new 52, of It rebooted everything. Right, exactly. Right. And that's yeah. when I started reading DC comics. So it's always got a fun place for me. It's just a fun story. It's uh, a great story. Guess... and you
1: can use it to rewrite whatever you want to rewrite and exactly yeah. i mean they're not directly again another tangent they're not directly adapting it if they were mm-hmm. then there'd be a lot of different casting announcements but even the marvel movies that announce like age of ultron all these famous comic arcs aren't typically direct right. adaptations they just right. take mm-hmm. little bits from it yeah and i he, think what they're taking even infinity is just, war right what they're doing with Flashpoint is basically just the basic idea that Barry Allen runs back in time to save right. his mom and then rips open the universe, which is fine. Yeah. And that's so Flash. Cool. The best Flash stories are bananas and they're yeah. just ridiculous. And that's mm-hmm. the, for me, that's where the character's great is because it's just insanity and it's weird time stuff. Like if you like bad time travel movies, you would love the Flash. <laughs> that's
2: why it would have been so cool if I think Zimakis was attached to it for a while. That mm-hmm. would have been. Now it's the guy who did it.
0: Wait, what? Really? What?
1: Andy Muschietti is doing Flashpoint, yeah.
2: Oh, oh now it's
0: the guy. Who oh, died. now, I, yeah. I see, I see. Okay, he did both of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like him. He's a good director. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> liked both it. it. I, even liked it
0: really good. I even liked it. I even liked Chapter Two, and a lot of people were very critical of that movie. I liked uh-huh. it a lot too. I agree, Lane. Um, Anyways, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, Anyways, uh, I
2: love your. I love that theory. Who knows if it'll happen? I guess. Just long story short, I just want to see New Mutants. I just I, it just looks cool. Uh and I hope it comes out sooner rather than later. Yeah.
0: Um also in the news, uh Muppets Now started mm-hmm. streaming. I think it was yesterday at the time that we're recording this. Uh which would make sense because it was Friday. Yeah. yeah. Uh but it's a new um Uh, It's I was reading like Disney's description of it. It's a new Muppet series that is uh, it said unscripted, a new unscripted Muppet series with lots of uh, special guests and stuff. Um, Hmm. Is it like the Muppet show then? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's like if it's like uh, how HBO did a talk show with um, with Elmo. Oh, the not so late show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Elmo's not so late show. I'm not sure if it's like a similar vein as that. Uh, I don't really honestly I don't know anything else about it besides that uh, I I really don't think it's going to be in the same vein as uh, the ABC show the Muppets mm. remember that I like yeah. that show a lot, yeah. a lot I haven't watched don't. it It's on Disney plus and it's funny I recommend oh. it. yeah yeah I heard that like like people like you Spencer that are like hardcore Muppets fans I think like it because um, it was only on for like a season right Hmm. Um, but it's I a very think... weird adult comedy with yeah. the Muppets in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- I think that that's kind of the brilliance of it is that they they knew what their audience was. You know, people who like the Muppets are generally adults now. Um, yeah, they're like early twenties. They're like exactly. Me uh, and... So so I i kind of like the way that they did that obviously i don't think it was very well uh, very well recepted by most people so i think
1: it got a lot of backlash because parents were letting their kids watch it and then there was like sex jokes between kermit and piggy and it was like what's happening that is so weird Uh, yeah i think it's great but i also understand that it's weird that it existed you guys remember
0: that um movie that uh came out a couple yes. years ago the happy the, time murders oh, oh my god yeah and wasn't it like it's direct, terrible it was directed by the son it was like um, jim henson's son yeah it was yeah. jim henson's son but not yeah good. god that looks so bad just from the trailer i was like this is gonna be it was awful. it fell
1: to the sausage party it the really problem did. is yeah. like you realize you have a funny thing you're like oh the muppets swearing and doing drugs and then it's just not funny after 10 more minutes Because like it's a it's a cool gimmick to get you in the theater, but it's like okay, what else? It's a fun short. Sausage party, yeah. The food just swearing. Okay, animated food swearing. I like sausage. sausage So do I. I think it has interesting
0: philosophical
1: ideas in the endings. Happy Time Murder is just not. That movie's bad. It's just bad.
0: Yeah. It also oh, sure. had it Melissa terrible. McCarthy in it and I'm really I, I who's fucking... playing Ursula in in yeah. the Mermaid. I didn't Yeah, that. I I think I've talked about it before. I just don't like Melissa McCarthy and it's nothing. <laughs> I just don't it's think it's funny. It's nothing against her. Yeah, I d- like I'm sure she's great. I'm sure she, I'm sure that she is so nice in real life. Well, everyone uh, who works but, with her talk like glows about her. They talk about. Yeah, she is. I just don't think she's funny. yeah, I just she just she. I thought that she was funny at some point, like bridesmaids with, with bridesmaids and mm-hmm. uh the movie she did with Jason Bateman. Um, oh, yes. uh, identity thief. Oh, identity thief. Uh, Train wreck's
1: yeah, Amy Schumer. Jake, I know. Yeah, I know. what?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but th- kind of after that, I don't know. Like. I didn't find her funny in in uh,
2: Ghostbusters,
0: <laughs> uh, other shit, uh, but you know. I hope that she's good as Ursula. I hope that I like her in Little Mermaid. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm pulling for her. I hope yeah. she is great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, that was our Muppets conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, also uh, in the case of that, uh, Diz Twitter blew up because Kermit's voice is different. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He's the guy who, so initially Jim Henson did Kermit for like 30 years and is brilliant. And any old Muppets film you watch, that's actually Jim Henson puppeteering and voicing Kermit, which is really cool to me yeah. as being like a Muppets fan. Mm-hmm. but after he sadly passed away they had a guy do it for like 20 years who did like the muppet the jason siegel and amy adams muppets movie and he's awesome and sounded just like jim henson was great and then they fired him for mysterious reasons like a year and a half ago no one knows anything about i'm sure it was not great and i don't want to know <laughs> personally but uh, the new guy that they have doing it did one video as kermit online during the beginnings of the the pandemic and quarantine, where he played Rainbow Connection, and people were like, "This sounds weird." And again, <laughs> he's doing Kermit in the new show, and there's like a lot of fans are like, "He just doesn't sound good." Uh, and then yeah. some people are like, "Yeah, well, it's time for a change, you know. Kermit's been around for a hundred years, or not a hundred years, but a long time, and we yeah. have different interpretations of Kermit, so to say." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you got to still sound. I think it's just so personal because it was Jim. Jim was right. doing Kermit.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you didn't.
1: If you don't sound like Jim, it's weird."
0: I um, mean I feel it, like it kind of falls into the to the Jared Leto Joker problem where it's like mm-hmm. there's obviously like Heath Ledger, really, really different. Um, but not not stupid different. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh and uh I f- a lot of people just didn't a lot of people obviously connected with Heath Ledger's Joker. Um a lot of people connect with a lot of the voice actors like uh that do it, but um you know, people didn't connect with Jared Leto's Joker. And I think that it's just, you know, that's a conversation I think we've had before, but I think it's a similar issue where it's like, it's so what we're not used to that people just aren't, aren't, you know, like it. Whether that's yeah. like it's a, sort of an uncanny Valley thing where people hearing a different voice on Kermit is just too much for people um, or what, but. Yeah, I'm I sure we'll it's... get
1: used to it, and eventually, yeah. like it'll just be the norm, as that's how Kermit sounds. But it is weird because yeah. it do- it doesn't really even sound close. It's way deeper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, weird. that was just a t- diz Twitter backlash that happens. Yeah, that happens all the time.
0: How do you yeah. feel about it? Like, <laughs> how do you feel about the voice?
1: It's different. It bo- it didn't bother me. I definitely noticed it, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound like how Kermit normally sounds. Right. But- I also think in in time, it'll just I won't even notice it anymore. Um, I'm all for new people or people doing different roles and obviously interpreting things your own way. But I think that the argument that it is, you know, Kermit was like Jim's baby. Kermit was kind of the start of everything Um, and having him sound weird is weird. And I'm like, I agree with that, too. So I'm kind of just like in the middle, like waving the white flag where I'm like, yeah, yeah. I get it on both ends, but I'm also yeah. like fine with it because I I just I trust the Jim Henson company. And I think if they really believe in this guy, then we all should too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, it it is what it is. It was a weird little moment that I saw a lot of people <laughs> reacting to. I thought we should talk about it. <laughs>
0: um all right. So oh first so the the sequel to the Muppets, the Jason Siegel Muppets. Um yeah that was muppets what was it called most wanted muppets most is that good i haven't seen it
2: me neither
0: i like it um it's definitely not as good as the first one with jason siegel
1: jason siegel's not even in muppets yeah most he's wanted. not in it it's uh, um, who, who's in it tina faye's in it right
2: yeah yes I think she so. is
1: um and even the character walter who's like the main character of the muppets in 20 muppets 2011 is like mm-hmm. really in it um oh. it's kind of just like just another muppets movie but just newer um and it gotcha. didn't do nearly as well as the one with i mean the one with jason siegel like let's be real that movie is way better than it has any right to be that is yeah it is movie. so
0: it is fucking good it's yeah, really he is. wrote
1: it and I, i've read the script and the script is literally called like the greatest muppets movie ever made by jason wow. siegel. he was he was just like a lifelong muppets fan and wrote this script with someone and then pitched it to disney because disney owned the muppets at the time and they made it and it was great um yeah. but i yeah i i did like a whole presentation on that script in in one of my classes oh my <laughs> god one. yeah it was great but it's
0: a good script check it out All it's right. online it's pdf yeah and i'll i'll try muppets most wanted uh, let's see if i like it mm-hmm.
2: uh, yeah i really want to get into the the i've never ever watched any uh muppets i never saw any of the movies or anything but i did watch, watch. the
1: muppet movie the original it's awesome
2: I saw like one or two of the Defunct Lands for Muppets, <laughs> and that makes me want to watch it. And yeah. I mean, Spencer, you've just been telling me for the longest time that they're good, and I love Muppet Vision. So I don't, yeah. I don't know what ever kept me from actually watching them. You should do it. Mm-hmm. Everyone watch Muppets. <laughs> uh, I yeah. guess so. Support
1: them. That's what. Yeah, exactly. If you watch the show, because people need Disney needs to understand that this is a viable property because mm-hmm. they are the most underused IP that Disney Absolutely. has. Absolutely. So please, if you even have a modicum of interest in the Muppets, <laughs> just, just give Muppets Now a try. If you don't like it, obviously don't watch it. But Just
0: turn just turn the show on and then go make some dinner. You know? right, Just right. like <laughs> yeah. just, just have it on in the background. Just get those numbers up for Disney <laughs> so we can get Muppets in the parks again, please. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay, moving on to Star Wars. Uh, we talked oh, about boy. it a little bit earlier in relation to Avatar 2, but there's a lot of shit going on on Star Wars Twitter. Uh <laughs> And a lot of rumors bouncing around um seems like from what people think this is all from now on this is all rumored <laughs> nothing has been officially announced uh that i believe but people just think that everyone is going to be in the Obi one series
2: i know right
0: <laughs> uh people are like hayden christensen's going to be in it um qui-gon jinn is going to be in it
2: i wouldn't darth be maul.
0: So- darth maul yeah uh Ahsoka, whatever um
2: kiara <laughs>
0: from solo <laughs> I, yeah i wouldn't oh yes yeah kira uh, yeah kira
2: jesus christ
0: yes yeah. v- weird star Morris wars fan name. account
2: from what i understand
0: yeah. oh Akira. yeah uh-huh. um but uh it seems everyone thinks that everyone is going to be in the obi-wan series i wouldn't be surprised if qui-gon was in it as a force ghost um i think that'd i think be cool. it's
1: a given that he's going to be in at the end of revenge of the sith yoda goes friend come back from the dead How's you oh Obi-Wan yeah goes, qui-gon so yeah. i think they're gonna like meditate and talk to each other or something
0: well that and then if you go back and watch uh uh revenge of the sith you can hear qui-gon yelling like or no it's not revenge of the Sith, it's attack of the clones you can hear qui-gon yelling like no anakin no when he's killing the sand people mm-hmm. um So like, he's, he's kind of spotty around, you know, he's, he's thrown in and then his voice was at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Um, but so I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if he makes some sort of appearance, um, whether just auditory or visual or whatever, um, in this show, I think it'd be cool. I would like to see that, uh, as far as like seeing Hayden Christensen, I don't know, like he's darth They're vader he's yeah. he's darth vader at this point in time so like flashbacks thinking chronologically so yeah maybe flashbacks but i don't know like are they gonna pay hayden christensen to stand in darth vader outfit um <laughs> maybe maybe not uh i think
1: i think you're gonna get the series seems to be not really action-based from everything we've heard it's really gonna yeah. just be a character study it's gonna Obi-Wan be a, on the desert
0: yeah, it sounds a lot like Logan, just like the emotional yeah. toll. Well, that was the pitch it was like
1: old man Obi-Wan just kind yeah. of over watching the young Luke and kind of just reflecting on his life. So I think you might
2: smoke see- and crack yeah yeah (laughs) it sounds like an awesome comic honestly oh it's like a really fun story i thought
1: when they announced it i'm like this sounds like a great one shot that i would read Uh um but as a series it's pretty interesting that they're adapting it because everyone was like oh they'll do darth maul i'm like yeah but they did it in animation and i'm gonna be Hmm. real with you that fight in live action would be boring it lasts two seconds
0: yeah but because it's animated it's like People think that it's one of the best lightsaber duels of all time.
1: It's like two seconds, uh-huh.
0: but it's like, but it's so <laughs> good. It's so, epic, good.
1: It's so good. It, it does illustrate head.
2: how
0: powerful Obi Wan was. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, my thoughts on the on the Obi Wan show are, I uh, Obi Wan's character in the original Star Wars and just the original Star Wars in general, like, is literally so good and so special. So the fact that they're making a show, it to me, it doesn't feel like one of these. Um, Added on unnecessary, like corporatey kind of things. Like, I'm genuinely really excited, and I think it can have like a lot of intent behind it to the point where I would hate for something that sounds so special to be watered down with like shoving these solo characters in, yeah. giving Hayden Christensen like half an episode just because we know people would like it. Like, although those stuffs that stuff sounds like fun, I'd rather leave that to its own thing and just let this be. A really special series i guess uh that's my only thought on it really like i just hope because the news is basically everybody's going to be in it and this is like the launching off point for like the star wars tv world Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. i would like for it to really tie into the movies i mean use mandalorian and use the idea of solo and like whatever you know those characters will come back in one way or another uh i would like for this one to just like really be based how cool would it be like if you see what a normal day for obi-wan looked like you know he's doing all this meditation he's dealing with the sands people whatever and then it ends with like him watching the sunset and seeing like a very young luke farming or whatever it's like god that would be so cool as the sun setting you know it'd just be so perfect you hear the force music come in it would feel like a genuine part of the movies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where if we if we put everyone in it, if it would feel uh, it would feel like, you know just something i don't care
1: for i guess <laughs> i think is gonna be in it that sounds like it's just easy because she's uh-huh. his apprentice she might seek him out in an episode and well, they'll just talk and like
2: she's, she's also, also gonna be a mandalorian yeah, she's right? gonna be a
0: mandalorian
2: so and then in the same breath it makes so much sense to put darth maul in it because of like all the cartoon world and whatever and apparently if darth maul going to be in all these extra shows you might as well introduce him here people will go nuts for it but then it's like if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, then why not put Akira in it? Why not do all these kinds of things? And then it just becomes. It takes like,
1: away from what was going to be the interesting part of the series. Right. Yeah, it takes away it from what bigger... everyone wanted,
0: which is old Obi-Wan sitting on a rock and smoking crack. Literally. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's what we all wanted.
0: <laughs> smoking those death sticks. Oh my God. Uh... <laughs> I hope they make oh a death sticks joke. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, please. Uh... Yeah, Bad I mean, like... or yeah, yeah uh, so thoughts. Bad Batch got announced. Um, we can talk about that. Um, it's a spin-off of the Clone Wars. It's going to be animated. Uh, and the the to give you guys some context, uh, the Bad Batch is a group of clones, uh, like a squad of clones that's featured in the final oh. season of the Clone Wars. Oh. Um, and so hmm. that's they're taking... Uh, it's assumably this series will focus on those, those clone troopers.
2: Is it like a uh, captain Rex, like those main ones or not? No,
0: I'm pretty sure they're different. Oh, wow. It's like seal oh. team six.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess they all kind of, Oh, geez fucking Christ. They all look the same. Obviously yeah. they're, they're yeah. clones. I just saw the one picture and I thought it was like the ones that I know of from rebels and clone wars, but yeah. I never finished clone wars. So that makes perfect sense. If it's me neither, uh, that's something I need to do.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not Rex, it's not Cody. They're okay. like the two that everyone knows. Yeah. Uh yeah. but uh that is so funny cuz they're clones. <laughs> I mean, obviously they all look <laughs> the same. Jesus. <laughs> they look like Django Fett. Yes, oh my yes. god. Um so that's happening. I'm I'm really excited for it. Uh and I hope that I can get through Clone Wars in time for that. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I'm still working my way through it. Uh As far as, like, there's some Solo news slash rumors. A lot of people are still rooting for Solo to have a sequel. I don't personally really get that. Uh, I I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Um, (laughs) There's some really cool moments in it. I really don't think it has to have a sequel because, and I guess this is my little rant, like, they, I feel like the movie did do a good job of putting Han Solo right at the position that we meet him in, in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. um character wise but i don't really so i don't really get why you have to continue that um because it, it felt like a pretty good continuation um obviously it wasn't to the extent where like rogue one we it literally like ends where uh yeah. a new hope begins but which is something i
1: despise about rogue one
0: (laughs) but i (laughs) I, I really ending yeah really i love it i mean it's the cg is bad and that that's kind of what everyone critiques it for Mm. um and uh like instead of just like switching out her face with someone actually standing there they did a full cg person yeah uh just like they did did we uh, need
1: that scene is my question yeah, really they had two
0: completely CG people in that movie. And if you go back and watch it now, it's like, oh yeah, that's a CG person. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I haven't seen him. Tarkin, forever. they
1: do a good job in the beginning. He's in the shadows. And I'm like, is it yeah. and then he
0: gets well they, they have... should
1: just keep him there right they a a reflection <laughs> and you're a like, oh
0: no of yeah, a have of a reflection of him off of a window uh Looks great. And it looked, it looked fantastic. Uh, and little bit of a little bit of a little bit a gummy person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Once he
1: entered the light, you went, oh no, 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 go back in the yeah. dark
0: but uh every that's been talked to death uh yeah. that's that's a meme at this point a lot of people are saying like oh you know uh kira akira
2: who knows i think i've
0: been yeah, saying i, kira. Kira. I, I want to say it's kira
2: yeah okay. uh, kira with a lot of a people are like oh
0: there's got to be a show with kira and darth maul again hasn't been confirmed but mm-hmm. maybe they'll be in the obi-wan series maybe it'll be their own thing a lot of people are saying dollar darth maul versus obi-wan which would make sense like we said um A lot of people are saying that Donald Glover may return as Lando um, for either his own series or maybe just appearing for something else, uh, which would be really cool because he is the best part of that movie. Uh, And uh, what was the other shit that people are saying? Um, Oh, well, amongst all of this, we still are supposedly having the the Caspian... or Cassian. Yeah. Cassian. Yeah. We're still wow. supposed to get a Cassian Andor series that features at least K2SO uh-huh, um, uh-huh. in it. And, uh, you know, that I feel like people are kind of like forgetting about that. I would um, love
2: that. I would love that. Yeah.
0: yeah. And apparently I think it would be really cool. Um, I think there's like a lot to put there, especially cause I think in the graphic novels, I think like Cassian's Parents were like separatists or something um mm. maybe that's poe dameron but uh you know they both have, they go into greater detail about those characters in the in the comics um most of which i haven't looked at uh but so basically a lot of a lot of cool rumors floating around for star wars uh i uh, no nothing confirmed except for bad batch
2: uh which, by the way, was not a rumor. Bad batch is something that nobody was talking about. No, 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 yeah. no one,
0: no one thought that that was going to happen. No one really, it seemed like, had an idea of a Clone Wars mm-hmm. spinoff. Um, but I'm excited for it. Well, I think uh, it's because the
1: last season was super successful. Yeah, yeah everyone, deal.
0: everyone really. I didn't hear anyone complain about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I still haven't so, watched it, but I need to do that. Yeah, so uh, that's cool. There's a Galaxy's Edge VR thing. Was that? And what is that? Yeah, what is that?
2: Ah, you guys, you need to it. <laughs> something. Jake it's notes. like a, uh, yeah, it's a, I just saw like a two minute little promo. Uh, it's like an Oculus Rift game. I don't exactly know how this works, but it looked awesome. Like, I've heard nothing but good things about Oculus and even like PlayStation VR and things like yeah. that. Anyways, it's just a, uh, I don't remember what it's called. It might literally be called Beyond Galaxy's Edge or something. And it is mm-hmm. a story set on Batu. Um, that's essential it's not open world, but it seemed very much like it. Like uh, there's a different cantina that you get to go to and you can just like talk to the people in there and you get to wander around uh, Black Spire Outpost and it like goes beyond the borders and supposedly some of the well, original characters are, or not the original characters, apparently it's set between eight and
1: nine. Uh, so like I will be there like the Galaxy's Edge characters? Probably. It's just, cool. uh,
2: the thing is, and the reason why- yeah,
0: it's happening. Oh, okay. It's it's okay. being
2: made, you know, it's like a video game made by a Lucasfilm. They
0: do that. Uh, oh the ILM lab. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. Uh, uh but it's not going to be like add they work with
2: the this no, is like a thing no, no, that's no. just released yeah. on its own. Okay. And it's it's like an at-home video game for Oculus. Cool. And uh, the reason why it looks so awesome is It's all of the things that I think we were all looking forward to in Galaxy's Edge. It's like, I get to go to the cantina and have a conversation with the alien who's making a weird drink. And then he tells me about some bounty hunter and I got to go outside and search through the town and find the thing. And oh, here's a map. You got to go to this. Obviously that was far-fetched for the, uh, parks. Who knows what's going to happen with this like hotel situation in, uh, Orlando yeah. but it just seems to have like a lot of that uh story driven stuff that isn't exactly in the parks like we expected. And this yeah. sounds like an awesome way to do it and uh I don't know I really think like VR and like this or and VR and AR I really think is going to be the future for this kind of stuff. Like I know some productions this doesn't have anything to do with Star Wars but I know some productions are coming back like some things are shooting even in LA but there's like crazy rules about how to do set, uh, how many people you can have on the soundstage at once. From what we've seen with like how they did Mandalorian, which was like that crazy projection screen. And it looks so incredible. There's like these studios that uh, I have heard of where you basically build the whole set in the computer and it's just actors sitting here doing like, like green screen times 50, essentially uh, building like a reality uh, around these people like that's going to be the future and i think like storytelling in these dumb oculus rift things and the playstation vr it just looks awesome and like this is the first thing that really made me want to get it because it's like oh wow more galaxy's edge in vr like it, it's the closest thing to what i wanted in the park that i figure I. and could
1: you were get. a big fan of the the mobile game the play disney parks galaxy's edge too. yeah i had
2: a lot of fun with that and i did the void which is like the you know the, that
1: closed the... that closed like permanently. Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Bummer. I did not know that. I was watching. For those you don't some... know,
1: the Void is, is yeah. was a VR attraction in downtown Disney that was either Avengers or Star Wars themed, mm-hmm. and you basically could like VR hang out with the Avengers and like fight yeah. people and stuff. But uh, it yeah. closed because of COVID nineteen, obviously, uh, like permanently though. Yeah, it's like yeah.
0: speaking of VR, uh, PlayStation has the iron man vr which is supposed to come out at some point it got delayed i think but uh that looks really cool it looks Um, so much fun yeah but uh back to the galaxy's edge thing i i'm really looking forward to that uh i don't know if you guys have seen um vader immortal uh which is another vr game uh i think there's a couple uh parts to it that and uh that was also developed by ilm lab um but it is like super cool. It's a VR game where you encounter Darth Vader, I believe, on Mustafar. Um but there's you know a lot of cool shit to that. I ILM lab wow. is just doing a lot of cool stuff right now. Um so that, that sounds, sounds awesome. really cool. Uh yeah, I'm excited for that. I didn't even know about that before you brought that up.
2: Yeah, it looks really cool. Maybe in the, the description of this or something, I'll just put a link to it because it the little promo they put out, like literally they worked with like Imagineers to make it. They oh, said okay. they used like unused concept art for a Smuggler's Run to yeah. like put it in the game. Like that is such a cool use of this world and story to nice. uh you know, just continue it. Something that I figure we all wanted and like.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we'll do our picks of the week. Um, we'll switch over to that. Uh, my pick of the week is Clone Wars because I <laughs> look, I got a weird relationship with Clone Wars. Uh, I've tried to watch it quite a few times, um, but it was so hard for me to get to the first season. But I found that at the end, I finally got to the end of the first season. And the last two or three episodes of the first season, probably last four, are just so good like the last couple episodes of the first season is where the show finally picks up for me um and so i i went through those there's because uh the episodes are structured weirdly where it's like um there's just like three parts to everything um Mm -hmm. so there's like a three-part uh series um at the end of season one and that's where it like really got good for me um and then they introduce in the final episode of the first season, they introduce Cad Bane, who is just super cool. Uh, awesome bounty hunter character. Um, I believe only really exists in uh, a- the animation shows, um, but he's There's really cool. There's a book
1: cool. about him too, maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but very cool. Uh, so I'm excited to keep watching. Um, and that's, that's my pick. Uh, go watch Clone Wars. If you, if you haven't seen it, uh, Jake, Jake,
2: Uh my thing is going to be Hamilton. Finally I got around to it. I don't think you guys watched it. Nope. But we should talk about it more
1: after we've all seen it, because I know it was like a big cultural moment. Probably, yeah. It was you know, it's uh uh
2: I guess what to say about it. It it is such a special story. I think it could not have come out at a more perfect time in A, the country, B, COVID. Uh, it was a huge win for Disney to get the rights to that and to be able to put it up online. It was shot so, so, so cool. Really? I, the reason I waited for a long time, I did, I did see the show with my family in LA, but in the way, way back. So although it was like so fun and incredible to watch, I did not, uh, I was like almost looking at it from like top down. Mm-hmm. So seeing it, uh, shot, I, I guess I just didn't want to see it like a webcam. Like I kind of imagined it was right. going to be like a live stream and they, they shot it almost like a movie. Like they're like over the shoulders cutting back and forth and like oh. the dramatic moments really cut in. It's cool. It really feels like you're watching a movie intermission is like a real intermission, like how it would be in the, if you go to the theater, That's I picked cool. up on so many like little things like, uh, it sounds different than like when you just listen to the soundtrack. Like there are some moments that are actually kind of funny when you see it like performed that I never caught on. It's just a great story uh, overall, just done so well. And we should talk about it more when everybody watches it. But yeah. I can't uh, recommend it enough. And I would love for either Disney or for any of these other streaming services to to put more like Broadway productions on you know release them because i know there is like kind of this conversation like that it's like an elitist like form of uh entertainment which obviously it is like literally yeah. to see the hamilton show with that cast even at like a terrible seat all the way in the back literally like thousands of dollars per yeah. seat
0: i uh is crazy expensive <laughs> i recently uh-huh. saw um fairly recently i i saw a book of mormon on broadway oh yeah and and it was first of all so good uh Uh big big fan of south park and trey parker and matt stone and their their geniuses and uh book of mormon is just super really it's just really really good um and uh but yeah that was it was pricey Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh pricey to go um and i think we even went on you know not we didn't go on like a friday night you know uh but it it was pricey so yeah
2: so it's just really cool and it just a huge win for Disney. It is such such a special story and show, and uh, yeah. And, and the last thing I could say about it is like it, it, you can be like really create a fun night of it because they like mm-hmm. put in the intermission and like they kind of include like the you know like when you see a show the bands like does that warm up like little symphony oh, thing lights yeah. really come down. You even hear the commentator go like. You know Hamilton is starting, so please turn off your phones and like whatever. Like you can really like kind of make a night of it when uh, everything seems so monotonous during quarantine. So yeah. it's a uh, really special, and you guys should should definitely. Watch I,
0: it. I definitely will. Um, it's interesting what you said about the the cameras and like mm-hmm. how they should. I kind of always, I guess I imagined it since they announced it that it would kind of be shot like a like a stand up special right, is, you know right. where there's like a few different camera angles but that's mm-hmm. kind of it uh but it was more complex than that it sounds yeah, like absolutely
2: it was a, it is so cool and then it makes you appreciate things like you know the dancers like there's like 10 you know i think it's called like the ensemble or something like there's 10 actors that are only like in the backgrounds either mm-hmm. dancing around or like moving props and things but like the like it in real life when I saw it, it kind of just looks like a lot of things are happening on the stage, and they're also literally rapping. So you kind of have to, like, use your brain to catch up on everything that's going on. But watching it like this, it, it's honestly like a movie. Like, it, it uses everything. Like, there's literally panning shots over the shoulders, close-ups. There's a really fun part of the show where um, it's, like, the first time you see the English and this guy basically comes to America and is like reading a proclamation about all of the things that the king is saying, and it's obviously bad. And Hamilton is like uh, intercutting, and it's like this really fun song where like they're going back and forth, and he's making Hamilton is making fun of the guy who's just trying to do his job, and it's it's shot like really really cool, going back and forth, seeing the whole stage, seeing the dancers in the background, like oh whatever. It's just <laughs> a really fun night honestly you guys should absolutely give it a shot cool
0: man i'm excited now
2: Mm -hmm. all right spencer okay so
1: i guess i'll do two Mm. um i haven't seen (laughs) the muppets now but i think you should watch it because you want to support this guy right here (laughs) um and his new voice and his and his new voice which (laughs) i may or may not accept after watching the episode but i heard him sing rainbow connection and i was okay with it Mm. um but my other one would be uh, a movie that got a lot of hate for absolutely no reason, uh, the live-action Aladdin. I rewatched it wow. the other mm-hmm. day, and it was a fairly new edition of Disney+, Plus and uh, it's really good. I don't. Yeah. I, I thought it was really good when I first saw it, and I thought it was really good when I watched it again. Um, wow. And it's a huge bummer that the main actor, Mena Massoud, who plays Aladdin, has yet to get any other roles after playing Aladdin, cause I thought he was great. Um, and it's a huge, huge bummer that he's not getting other work. And he has not even gotten another audition. There's like a, it's like a whole story where he talks about like,
2: really? yeah, I thought
1: this was going to be my like big break. And I literally have not gotten another audition. Wow. I did not um, hear any of that.
2: That's crazy. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. And he's so good as Aladdin. So I actually did like a double header. We watched the night before the animated and then the night, nice. next night we watched the live action and they're different. They're not my biggest issue with like my, the one I'd like the least is beauty and the beast. Wow. Which is interesting because a lot of people love Beauty and the Beast. With them, that's Watson. my favorite think, of the remix. Yeah, um, a lot of people. It is. I just think it's literally shot for shot the same movie, and I, I don't it understand is. why. And it's like a worse version of the animated uh, movie. Yeah, Whereas nice, with Aladdin, my I least think, favorite is Lion King. Oh yeah, King. <laughs> oh that too. Yeah, same idea though. It's like the same movie. Like there's yep. no because yeah. yep. the animated is just better. But with Aladdin, at least they do for me at least enough different creative choices that I'm okay with it, and I and I like. I love the way Agrabah looks. I love how Bollywood inspired the movie is. I think that was a really smart, interesting choice. It was. It even ends with a Bollywood dance number where Will Hmm. Smith is like rapping friends like me. It's just, it's fun. And I think you can tell Will Smith's having the time of his life. And it makes me happy to see Will Smith happy again. You know, post after (laughs) (laughs)
2: Will Smith was
1: ever going to forgive himself. So, uh, but they're doing a sequel too. So I would recommend live action Aladdin if you haven't seen it. There's too much hate for a movie that doesn't deserve it. And I know Preston Moore doesn't like it either, but I've wore him down and I think he accepts it now.
0: <laughs> and, uh, initially, Wait. our
1: buddy Preston Moore was not a fan, and I was like, You're wrong. It's great. And then wow. he tweeted something like a month ago, and I like tweeted the SpongeBob emoji, where he's like, it's like, you like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward?
0: <laughs> and I said, you like Aladdin, don't you Preston.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so lane did you watch uh aladdin no haven't seen it in fact mm. i've only Check seen out, part man. of the
0: original aladdin oh so, my boom. god Whoa. that
2: you need to fix that asap yeah. before you robin watch Williams, that's a oh, legendary well,
0: performance i did watch uh robin hood recently because you guys oh, were talking good. about it oh, so i yeah, watched yeah, that yeah. and it was good i liked it huh. yeah it's definitely like the beginning like, the, with the rooster yeah it does oh yeah very cool very like folk uh music inspired i thought that was cool uh interesting and like the way that the narration works, uh the one thing it was like the movie doesn't really have a climax like <laughs> it, no. uh, it just kind of it just kind of ends, um huh. and uh you're like, "Oh, okay, it's over." uh and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I guess that was an hour and a half." <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah it so it doesn't really have a climax, or at least the build up isn't done very well, but it's still fun to watch, um and right. like the the music is a lot of fun, so. Yeah, I I enjoyed it well enough, you know, it was a good hour and a half.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, well, yeah, my thing with Aladdin, I turned it on one night, very, I was really looking forward to watching it. I remember you and Kieran loved it when it came out to theaters. <laughs> just saying Kieran, like people know who that is. Anyways- uh, Our friend. <laughs> but, yeah, there you go. Hopefully we'll hear more from him soon. But anyways, yes. uh, yeah, I just fell asleep watching it at home. Oh, wow. But Literally before Will Smith even got introduced. And then I just never, I just never went back to it.
1: Do you think you retired or you just thought it was boring?
2: I remember thinking that the one jump, that scene, I was like, it looks like it's on a set. I was like, this doesn't look real. And I really Mm like Guy Ritchie movies. And I was like, this is just not like what I thought it was going to be. Then I fell asleep. (laughs) So (laughs) I, but I mean, everybody has said good things about it and I like Will Smith. So I really should watch that. Maybe that'll be the thing I watched tonight. You should give it
0: a go, man. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, that's cool because we disagree on a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> we all three came out of this episode with new things to watch, apparently. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're going to end things off there for now since uh, we're super out of time and sort of out of topics. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Disney Deconstructed Podcast. And if you'd like to further support our program, Go ahead and visit us at anchor.fm forward slash Disney Deconstructed. There you can see a complete list of our podcast distributors, uh, send us messages related to the show, and even sign up to make a monthly donation so that we can keep rolling out these episodes in a timely manner. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at Lane Calder, at Jake Moody 98, and at Spencer Bennett 7. You can also spread the word by telling a friend about our show and help us grow our community of Disney fanatics. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you with more Disney news next week. Writing and producing for this episode of the Disney Deconstructed podcast was done by my two co-hosts, Jake Moody and Spencer Bennett, and myself, Lane Calder. The music for our program was composed by Brandon LaBelle. The font for our logo was designed by Edward Pinkava. Our beautiful faces were drawn by Sarah Bermudez. Disney Deconstructed is a proud participant in the, De- in the Deconstructed podcast network, link in the description. Thanks for joining us, folks, and go have yourself a zippity doo da day.